0: little later than usual but the ratings for this have just been huge yeah, so Through we gonna remove it
2: yeah <laughs> no, we had to, yeah we had this fitted in here uh top of the hour it'll work out uh yeah. less than an hour now I, I wasn't gonna get to say this before but less mm-hmm. than an hour from kickoff I was gonna say an hour and a half uh but the big NFL news of the day as you both I'm sure are aware the Super Bowl halftime show performer has been announced officially oh it's officially been announced. So you're on the edge of your seats. It is who is it? Usher. Okay. Uh, it is. It is Usher.
3: A lot of okay. air out of the room. Uh,
2: <laughs> I can't. I can't remember a more disappointing performer to, to be picked for this in, in yeah. recent memory. I mean, back when you know it was, they were goofy kind of things back in the 80s and 90s, whatever, but recently they generally get pretty big-name stars. Usher hasn't really been a big-name star since 2003, yeah, I'm I, I want to say. What,
0: which yeah. Super Bowl are they announcing him for, yeah. one that already happened or the one that's coming up? I mean,
2: I think a, a large part of it has to do with, you know, they don't get paid. Uh, the, the Super Bowl performers uh. is, is a free show just for exposure. And these big stars don't need exposure. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, why is Taylor Swift going to do a show for free at the Super Bowl when she doesn't have to? So it's Usher. Uh, Hopefully they get some old other big name people. I I don't know. I'm not (laughs) excited at all for this. But my question to you, Pete, in relation to the Usher announcement, pick one band, one artist, one something. What is your ideal, absolute perfect Super Bowl halftime show?
3: Oh boy. Well, I think it's already, we've already seen it. Yeah, and I knew you were Prince. going there. I knew you were
2: going there. I'm sorry. to <laughs> well, interrupt you Prince.
3: And you're nice. You're nice enough to put a, put in a little Prince here and a little Prince there when we come in and out of breaks. And I love it because you know, we go way, way back. And I thought he was, I, I don't think anybody's been close to him since he actually performed that. Ha- That's just my opinion. And there's been some that I thought, wow, that was one of the worst I've ever seen. But, uh Gosh, that's a really great question. That I don't know. You know, I think I think some of these older rock bands, even though they're they're out of touch a little bit, I think some of those would would be fun because we see it at the fair every year. If it's Journey or somebody of that you know era or whatever, I think something like that would be pretty and, great. And- I'm a country guy though, and I mm-hmm. don't know how many country acts have really been uh, been put out there for the halftime show, but I think a Kenny Chesney wouldn't be bad.
2: Yeah, has there ever been? I don't know if there's ever been a, a true, you know, country performer. Do the, the I, Super think Bowl Garth, I think Garth.
3: I think Garth, Garth might have done it.
0: Garth, once. Garth yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, here's what I don't understand. Because it's not like I mean, <laughs> it's not like the Super Bowl a five hundred one c three, right? I mean, this is not a charity. Why can't they pay the, the halftime performer? I mean, they make billions on this game. The, the, it costs a small fortune just to get in the door.
2: Because they haven't had to. I, I, we'll see. I would well, not be shocked now that they've confirmed Usher for this usher. year. If maybe next year they say, ah, you know what, maybe we'll shell out a little bit of coin so we I don't would, get Usher again.
0: I would like to see, only because I missed them when they came here and I thought they'd do a great show, I would like to see Pearl Jam do the halftime show.
3: Ah.
0: I'd like to just I – mean, ju- can we just, you know, let, let's let's have it be what it is. Let's strip it down from all these effects and lighting and people floating and just put on a damn good concert, right? Like, just put Pearl Jam out there. Let them rock for 17 and a half minutes and then go into the second half.
2: You know, you know who put on a pretty great performance with all the frills? Prince. He still yes, had he the did. frills, but it was still a great performance. You don't have to get rid of he the did. frills to do a great job.
3: And it was in the rain, guys. Oh yeah, yeah purple rain in
2: the <laughs> that rain. That also, su- still, you are right that that was the best halftime show. Pete. Yeah. You're I'm also
0: correct. surprised that he did it for free, knowing what I, you know, like what we know about Prince now. I mean, I, I just, and I'm not trying to badmouth him because you, you can't do that. But I'm surprised he would do it for free. But anyway, but, I but think about this,
3: guys. You're you're talking about hundreds of millions of people. So you, if you have a new album coming out yes. soon. Yeah. Oh, man, there's no better way. You don't need to – I mean, you'd almost pay to be in there, I would think. Well, I mean,
2: yeah, Usher's got to be thrilled. Nobody's thought of Usher in 20 years, so I'm sure – yeah, the the Usher renaissance comeback is coming. But, like, the big, big – name, like, Taylor Swift isn't going to do it, you know? No. Because she doesn't have to.
3: No. Uh, I don't think she does anything for free. No. (laughs) No. She's a a money woman, I think.
2: (laughs) We'll move on here over to you, Dave. Mm -hmm. The – I should say today is the day that the Wild begin their preseason schedule. That's in Colorado yes. this afternoon, two o'clock. The rosters are already out for that. Obviously, not every you know big name starter for either team is going to be out there. It's first game of the preseason. That's fine. Also, that means basketball season right around the corner. The Wolves preseason schedule starts October fifth, which is a very good day. Uh, so my question here is going to be a two parter ahead of this winter sports season. Okay. Part one. Who has a better season, Kirill uh, Kaprizov or Edwards, Anthony Edwards? Oh, and oh. Uh, on, in the same vein, which team finishes in a better spot, the Wolves or the Wild?
0: Oh man! Well, in 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 terms of where they rank in the league, I I don't think it's I don't think it's a real stretch when you say Anthony Edwards is. Uh, you could make an argument that he's one of, if not the best young players in the league, right? I mean, he's just, he's doing things and playing in a way and elevating his team in a way that I, I think you could argue he's one of, if not the best young player today. I think Kirill Kaprizov is one of the best young players today, but there are a few names that I think go ahead of him still. So he's top five, so it's pretty close. That being said, I do think that this roster looks better Uh, Than it did last year. It looks more competitive, and I think it's. uh, I I think it. I think the Wild, the Wild making the playoffs. Just historically, there's a better chance of that than than the Timberwolves. Uh, And the West in the NBA is always difficult. So I'll say, while I think Anthony Edwards might be the better overall player, I think the Wild make the postseason and, and have a better season than the. Timberwolves Wolves do. So you're well,
2: so to parse it down there, you got Anthony Edwards is gonna have the better season, but the wild are also gonna have a better season. Yes, that's yes, correct. Got it.
3: I met a guy from the the wild not too terribly long ago, and I, I think I brought it up to you, Dave, Jake Middleton, so I'll take mm-hmm. him over Caprice um, no. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> off. you of might be the only Jake one, Middleton, but I like you. So. <laughs> I, I really liked the guy though. He yeah. seemed like I really so I, I you know what? That's the direction I gotta go. But um and you and I've talked about this a lot. I think Anthony Edwards is by far what, the best timber wolf and i think he is somebody so special that people better take note of who he is and what his abilities are for the team that being said you know his abilities were unbelievable last year we didn't get very far but if there's any kind of a a change on that side of things within the rest of the organization anthony edwards is ready to lead us to the finals i mean i think yes. i think the world of that kid i love he has that Kobe Bryant in him where he's just, he plays, he plays every game. He doesn't take games off. I mean, he, he's got everything that I like about, uh, you know, players in the NBA that, that don't sit out games and all the rest of it. So I, I have to go with Anthony Edwards.
2: And what about team, Pete? Timberwolves. Timberwolves and Anthony Edwards aren't well. Here? I
3: think I think he can lead them further. Uh, you know, how far can we go if we can avoid having to play Denver early? I, I, <laughs> I'd like to see this go a pretty pretty good distance. We're not going to get to the finals, but I don't think I don't think the Wilds going to the finals either. So oh, come uh, on, I Pete, think let's, they, let's get a hot
2: take here. Come on, it
3: could happen. It could <laughs> happen. I the Wilds all right.
0: I think the supporting cast that Kareem has around him is better than what Anthony Edwards has around him at this point, from what I've seen. True. Interesting. Yeah.
2: All right. We'll move back to you, Pete. The Twins are now officially in the playoffs. Their magic number down to zero after beating the Angels two days ago, and then of course the infamous hangover game the next day. Uh, struggled a little bit. Uh, maybe some hungover guys. Maybe uh, some guys that didn't <laughs> want to look into the sun too much that day. Lost one to nothing. It's fine. It happens. <laughs> you know that happens after every celebration. Hey, Charlie,
0: is your is the phone is your ringer on on your phone? Uh, no. Okay,
2: just making sure. Um, yeah, so the uh, – where was I? In Sorry, the, go ahead. No, no, you're good. They're into the postseason. Um, but Royce Lewis, Carlos Correa, both out with some soft tissue injuries. Correa supposedly with the full tear, uh, supposedly that makes it better. I don't know how that works. Somebody said that to me, and I said that doesn't make any sense. If it's fully torn, wouldn't that make it worse? But, no, apparently it's going to make him less painful. So okay. hopefully whatever. Royce, on the other hand, the hamstring, you just never know how those things are going to play out. When push comes to shove, Pete, when the wildcard rosters come out, are those guys on the roster or not? Well, I'm going to say not.
3: You know, unfortunately, the, the, this injury situation, and it—and it's happened a lot. We we talk about Royce, but I mean, how many times do you go back to Buxton? And so, you know, we just, if we could stay healthy, I think that we're a team that, that's Good enough to get at least past maybe that first you know group of playoff game, but it's just not going to happen. I don't think I, we're we we are who we thought we were, <laughs> and we're a 500 team, and that's just that's who we are. And every time we talked about it all year, but I just don't see us getting very far. And if we don't have some of the superstars, and I think Korea is definitely in that category, and so is Royce, uh, that's going to hurt us. And I don't I don't think they want to risk them getting hurt either, hurt worse.
0: I um, af- after hearing what uh, Derek Falvey said this week, where he where he called uh, Royce's injury on the plus side of mild, I believe was the exact uh, quote. <laughs> it, it does make me wonder. And, and obviously, um, he's got to be able to swing the bat, right? I mean, that, that's what it comes down to. If he can't hit. Um, you've got people in the field that can take over but he, he's got to at least be able to hit. He's got what four grand slams you five. know this, this five grand slams this season he's been outstanding. I think uh, I think they're both on the roster because in a three game series uh, at least for the first you don't you don't need to have as many pitchers so that gives you some an opportunity to carry a, a couple other guys. Hmm. I think Correa, as long as Royce Lewis by the end of next week can actually swing a bat, I think they're both on the roster, if not i I cannot see a scenario where you would leave it just seems so weird to me to leave Royce Lewis off a playoff roster granted it's a first series, it's a short one, and he's injured. Um, I just that that if he can't play, I mean if he just simply can't even uh, lay down a single and run it out, I think that's the only way he is not in there
2: yeah that injury yeah. looked bad. <laughs> it did, no, did. I, they said they said high grade one uh yeah. low yeah
0: so high end of mild like which for said. the rest of us by the way is a grade seven and we'd be out for six months <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh
2: true. and uh, you know worth pointing out too this is just the wild card roster when they eventually win the wild card round as we all know they're going to he yes. could be on the next round's roster uh yeah, so really. you know if he, if he does happen to, to sit out and <laughs> we do make it through into the next round back to you pete both the wild and the wolves this week unveiled new alternate jerseys, and they're both based on uh, throwbacks. The Wolves have a jersey that looks very similar to that original 1989 year one jersey, both a blue and a white version of that. They're also going to have an alternate court with that original Wolves logo for those games when they're playing in those Hmm. jerseys. The Wild, on the other hand, unveiled a new North Star color throwback. Uh, Give me your thoughts on those two throwback jerseys, if you have, in fact, seen them. And then I want... Your favorite, very best uniform in all of sports. Oh, I love this Any question. era, any time, oh. very best uniform. I love this. All question. right, so
3: uh, number one, I, I I was a season ticket holder when the uh, when the when the uh, Timberwolves came back or were a brand new franchise, and absolutely loved it. Thought it was great. Uh, it was great to be there to watch everybody else other than the Timberwolves. And it was a lot lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) I told my dad, I go, look, dad, when we're going to these games, don't come as a Timberwolves fan. Come as a Michael Jordan fan or whoever the visiting team is. And, And you know what? It makes it a little bit more fun because, you know, you're an expansion team that just started. So, uh, but I, I really did love everything about that era. Uh, although I got to tell you, I'm a North Stars guy through and through. And every time I hear anybody from Dallas tell me about the Stars, I always look at them and I go, "You know what? Uh, you guys are us. You're just our yep. brother, or whatever." You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, you know, I, it's it's difficult. But I I think that the best of all time has to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Orange, really? the Dream Sickles. I the loved them. I thought, oh, I thought it was. We had the. You know, Buckeye Bruce on the side of our helmet. We were orange and white. I loved everything about those uniforms.
0: Um, I liked both, to be honest with you. I I love the throwback. I love the, you know, the callback to to what they had. Uh, It's always so delicate when you're doing jerseys, you know, because if you go way off the board, it's almost never a great idea. The only thing I'd say is I'd love to see at some point um, a St. Paul Fighting Saints throwback Mm -hmm. jersey would be something I'd love to see. My favorite jersey of all time, and it, it, is, it is not because I loved it, but because it's so hideous. It's just <laughs> wonderful. Is the And I may have talked about it on our show. I don't remember. The New York Islanders Gortons Fisherman jerseys. Have you oh. seen those? Oh, yeah. They are bl- teal and blue. And I, it's not supposed to be the Gortons Fisherman logo, I think, on the front. But it sure looks like it. They are so disgusting and hideous. But I love them simply for that fact alone. They're just awful, and they were to me. They stand in a class all their own. They're just fabulous.
2: I thought you were going for. Uh, do you remember? I, it was only I think one weekend, early two thousands. The MLB did a future jersey thing. It might might have been the nineties too, uh, huh. where they they had these horrific jerseys that were supposedly the jerseys of the future for different <laughs> teams. Uh, I think one had sleeveless. It was a sleeveless jersey that they all wore. Horrific.
0: Love them. Oh, it. yeah. Absolutely. I'm looking at them it. right now. <laughs> yeah, those are awful.
2: Yeah. Great those stuff. Are, really
0: you those know are what terrible. I love
3: about the, the Alabama? I don't think there is an alternate jersey, an alternate helmet. It's always the same. It's been what they've done, and it in an era where everybody else is doing that and trying to recruit and everything else. And you know, it's 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 fun. We all love it, I think. But I think the reality is, it's also really cool that Bama doesn't do it. (laughs) They just don't do it. I suppose
2: it's it's Notre Dame too, like that kind of stuff too, right? Or or Penn State. You know, mm -hmm. there are those classic New York Yankees. Uh, yep. have you know all those those classic i don't know i think it gets a little trite and tired personally they have had some their fun.
0: names have some sideways fun. on the back of the jersey like it was going up and down the side on some of them oh <laughs> gosh those are awful i didn't remember that oh yeah those i have are one are last terrible.
2: question for you guys by the way yeah. uh i had a similar one last week this week though i'm going to the twins game what what am i what am i ordering at the twins game oh.
0: i defer to you pete you you've oh. never steered us wrong
3: well i you know what? It's the only place in the world where I eat hot dogs. Well, that's not true. State Fair and Twins games are the only <laughs> time I ever eat <laughs> hot dogs. And I, I think I would go to some sort of a fun, you know, and you know, when I do a hot dog, it's not just sitting there in the bun. There's a whole heck of a lot of stuff that I'm throwing oh, on top of, course. of it. And I I don't know how you can't do that when you're at a baseball game. It's just, mm. it's part of the Americana
0: of it all. And I love it. All right. So we'll I've never. You a picture. Go ahead. I've never had it before, but, uh, Kromarchuk's. Uh, You've they're, never had it? What do you mean? I've never had it at, excuse me, at Target Field. I haven't had a Kromarchuk's. Even
2: then, I'm still... Yeah. Uh, what do, you, what do I, you mean? That's what I get every time.
0: Well, I haven't <laughs> gone to a lot of games as a fan. That's the problem. I, always go, I was always going for work. But yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be there Thursday. Maybe. I, actually, I'm going to the game on Thursday. So maybe I'll, I'll have a uh, uh Yeah, You better. Sausage. Polish. Get a Polish. They're great. All right. Deal.
2: I'm going to join you, Dave.
3: All right. That's what I got for you guys
0: today. All right, let's take a quick break. Come back. More huddle coming
1: up next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?